get 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 yourself some string, some wax. You got a notebook going. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 179 of the Erasable Podcast. I'm Andy Welfley and joining me are my two favorite springs of youth. <laughs> I don't say awesome. Splendor. So, Splendor. <laughs> Tim Wasson and Johnny Gamber. Hey, guys. Hey, Andy. Hey. I'm it's, over uh, here bouncing been... in the spring. Yeah. <laughs> it's, over... it's officially spring in the Northern Hemisphere. We have some fun spring releases to discuss in all of their copper and yellow flower glory. And uh, before we do that, let's... Well, first, I wanted to say I hope you all enjoyed... We really enjoyed making the April Fool's Day episodes uh, that we released a couple days ago. Um, Man, that was crazy. Yeah. So much fun. A lot <laughs> of work the, went into it. Like, more goes into it every year, it seems like. And then, yeah, like, it just keeps more getting fun, more fun elaborate. Yeah. And we've been more like, elaborate in contact. More elaborate. <laughs> I know. And the guests we've been in contact with for what was it like six, seven months? We've been like talking to them about that. I never thought he would agree to was, be on the show, but yeah, I know. It was incredible. Yeah. I guess I was, it's a downtime for him. Very happy. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel yeah. like I have an intellectual hangover from all of the good uh, chats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So good. And who knew he loved pencils that much? I mean, that was. Yeah. 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 We didn't even know. One of us, closet pencil nerd. <laughs> I don't think Hashtag he did. I think that we converted him. We converted him, or he did his research beforehand. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that idea better. So, <laughs> hope you all enjoyed it. We decided to, we liked it so much to put it out a couple of days, you know, before April first. And meanwhile, um, happy International Pencil Day, which is probably we're probably yeah ish, like when we're releasing this. <laughs> we, as you know, we we adhere to a very strict schedule. So, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so Pencil Day is named after when Hyman Lipman got his patent for putting an eraser in a pencil. And I just found out when I was looking something up about him today that uh, that picture that goes around the internet of him is not him. Oh. It's just some guy. Nobody knows what he looks like. Or nobody on the huh. internet knows what he looks like. <laughs> Did anybody check his face? so interesting. He hasn't posted on it in a while, like 120 okay. years or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he probably still is using MySpace. I think he got <laughs> off Facebook but forgot to disable his account. So. Yeah. You can forgive <laughs> so him. He's an old it. guy. Yeah, he's yeah. It takes some while to catch on to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's jump into tools of the trade. Timothy Wasame, would you like to? Would you like to go first? <laughs> yeah, man. So I just read a book that's been on my radar for a good long while, and I've avoided it for many reasons. Some very good reasons, I think, based on the person who wrote it. But I read Post Office by Charles Bukowski. Hmm. And uh, I, have you guys either have either of you read any Bukowski? Yes, but not that uh, one. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, so sort of a problematic dude. <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. I mean, he is, yeah, I mean, he is. And so, so the, re- the reason I even ended up on this was, I think in the last episode, I talked about those good poems, collections from Garrison Keillor, I think. I talked about mm-hmm. them at some point, but the Writer's Almanac collections, and I came across a Bukowski poem, and I was like, wow, I didn't know he was a poet, and this poem is kind of great. Like, I really loved it. And ended up kind of going down a rabbit hole by watching on YouTube. It was free on YouTube, this documentary called Born Into This about him that came out in like the early 2000s or something like that. And it was just a wild ride. And I, but I didn't realize that he was as prolific a poet hmm. as he was. But I mean, when I, if you, you're not familiar with Charles Bukowski, he was this kind of like 
renegade writer. I think he started publishing when he was like in his forties. He was lewd, talked about sex a lot, talked about drinking a ton because he drank like incredible amounts. And it's that's it's basically like everything you read of his mentions <laughs> alcohol or circles around alcohol. And yeah, I don't know. I just kind of fell into a wormhole on something that I didn't know that I or I had been basically avoiding because he had just seemed like such a I don't know, just kind of a trashy writer for so long, but yeah. gained a sort of weird appreciation for it to a certain extent. And definitely his poetry, his poetry. And one thing that I, as a writer and somebody who likes to write poetry and likes to write stories, he's really interesting to read, not for his subject matter, but the way that he tells stories and the way that he writes poems. So, you know, like he, he's very direct, kind of like, I don't have time for metaphors kind of thing. Uh and that's, yeah, that was really interesting. So I read Post Office, which was his first novel that he wrote in like three weeks. And it was about his time. He worked in the post office for 14 years as a clerk cool. before he published his first novel. He had published some poetry, I think, a little bit. But yeah, it's a wild book. And I think I would actually recommend it. I mean, it's, I mean, go into it knowing what you're getting into. I mean, the nothing is like super graphic, but it's just like kind of always talking about sex and drinking <laughs> even <laughs> while he's working so it was interesting i'm glad i read it i don't think i'm really interested in diving into a bunch of his other novels but uh, his poetry is definitely sticking for me there's some really i also jane and i watched free guy with ryan reynolds have that? either of you watched that uh-uh. it was better than i thought it was going to be <laughs> I, I, I feel that way about every ryan reynolds movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's better it was than... very low expectations, but something about watching a movie with Ryan Reynolds seemed like delightful. I was like, hey, let's give it a shot. And it was so funny. There's so many like Easter eggs in the background, so many like video game references that were even funny to me as somebody who like barely plays video games anymore, but just grew up with them. And his character is so that movie, the movie is basically the Lego movie, live action Lego movie. <laughs> Yeah, because he plays this, what's the NMC or what's the, the, or what's the acronym for a, a side character in a video game? A non, M- yeah. NPC. Yeah. <clears throat> so he, he plays one of those and every day he wakes up and does the exact same thing. And it's literally like the same scene from Lego movie where the, where Chris Pratt's Lego guy gets up and does the same thing every single morning, goes off to work and does the same thing and every, or whatever. And he kind of has the same personality as him too, but it was good. I had it. We had we had a good time watching it, and I would rec- I would recommend it. Hmm. It's got yeah. It's got a little more more of an interesting plot than I assumed it would, because it basically gets into like AI technology in video games, hmm. or not AI? Yeah, AI yeah. Uh, technology in video games. It kind of sneaks in, and his character kind of becomes self aware, and nobody who runs the game can figure out how he's like learning things because nobody's controlling him. Hmm. So. A little bit like The Matrix. A little bit. Lego movie meets The Matrix meets anything with Will Ferrell in it because he also, (laughs) the character he plays, his character in the movie is like him pretending to be Will Ferrell. I don't know how to explain (laughs) that, but just watch it and you'll know, you'll get it immediately. The way he talks and the way he like phrases things. It's like he was trying to be Will Ferrell. And last thing, as I've been listening to, it's a new discovery for me, but Drew Holcomb in The Neighbors. It's like an Americana group out of Nashville that I had never heard before. Popped a station and really have been enjoying it and actually bought it ended up buying one of his records on vinyl because it was one that my my kids enjoyed listening to and usually when i'm buying something on vinyl i want it to be something that i can throw on anytime and this one uh fit nice. the bill okay 
The album's called Medicine, the one that I got, which is actually from 2015, so it's not his newest one. But And I am writing with a Musgrave Greenbelt, and I am using uh, a Moleskine navy blue hardback that I've been kind of jumping in and out of for a long time. So that is me. Nice. How about you, Johnny? Awesome. So mine are very boring. I've been reading our book club book, which is really good. I really like it. I tracked down a hardback version and it's one of those, like, I don't know. Have you ever read a hardback book where you're just like, this feels so good. I want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one's nice. Just gonna hang on to it. I have carried it around a little bit when I wasn't going to read it because why not? And yeah, I'm almost done. So I'm going to order his library book. He's a book called Library and Unquiet or Libraries and Unquiet History, which sounds pretty awesome. The book is a lot more, uh, what's the word? Not like philosophical, not necessarily academic. It's a lot less of a story than I thought it was going to be in a good way. It's mm-hmm. super cool. I'm learning a lot of stuff I did not know. And yeah, and my other activity besides working is watching an episode of Vera every night, which is a British crime drama on a uh, Brit box, but it's very, it's very peaceful for, you know, something where someone was brutally murdered in Northumberland. <laughs> yeah. And I'm writing with a really cool pencil because it says number zero, the Statler Norris number zero. Who? what, what is a number zero to be? Okay. So this is the one that has the, it's so confusing. <laughs> In any other there's, there's number in any other environment, you'd be like, okay, that's the smart ass answer. <laughs> like <laughs> and here, yeah. yeah, two B. Oh, okay, but yeah, it's you know, it looks like the HB, but this one has an orange cap, which is why I grabbed it because I thought it was the red one. It sounds great, <laughs> but it writes really nicely. It's a good pencil, and I'm writing in a really cool book that my pen pal and friend Mark Christopher Kratt, who is Graphite Diaries on Instagram, sent me from I forgot. What he said the place is called, they make handmade paper out of one of the main ingredients is blue jeans. So the paper is blue and it doesn't have a grain. So it's our grain direction. It's really cool. It really, it enjoys some blue fountain pen ink and pencils. So yeah. I'm By the way, grain so direction is my awesome. new um, country punk cover <laughs> band. <laughs> Your album is long grain. <laughs> <laughs> That I thought that your first thing was going to be about Guns N' Roses, so you're going to have to explain this. <laughs> but those are all the ones that I have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my first thing was a... So last week I was just with, you know, with like stuff going on in Ukraine and Russia and people talking about like just throwing around, you know, nuclear, the possibility of nuclear war around. I was like, you know... This is all just freaking me out. And I just got Eve of Destruction stuck in my head. You know, that song by, oh, what's his name? Bear McGuire from the 60s, like that war song. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. I went I to- I had a kid who just picked picked that for a class thing, like out of nowhere. Oh, I had, wow. And I had never heard of it before. Yeah. Yeah. It used to yeah, yeah. be on, you know, the oldie station all the time that I would listen to. And it was, it's great. It's a, it's like a war protest song. And it's also just a little bit just like, oh, everything's falling apart. Try to, <laughs> <laughs> to tell me over and over again, my friend, that we're not- that we, you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction is the, the way that it goes. And I went to Spotify and I listened to it. And then I just like noticed that there's a bunch of covers. And so what did I do? I listened to every single one of them. <laughs> there's so many of and then I made a playlist of my favorites. And I, <laughs> I was just like tweeting about it. And so I, I put the playlist in the show notes if anybody wants to listen to it. But there's some... Uh, 
there's some, some good ones in here. There's like a bunch of really fast like punk ones that are good. There, <laughs> there's a there's a playlist. I'm gonna have to uh, typewriter bell myself. There's a song by DOA, a version of it, a cover of it on an album called <laughs> Up Donald. <laughs> it just has a picture of Donald Trump just yelling. Um, there's. <laughs> I think I really like the there's a, the Turtles did a cover of it that was a little bit closer to the to the original that was really good. There's one that's on here that was from Paul Revere and the Raiders, which I like feel like I've heard before, but I just didn't really know much about them. And it's like this really weird, glitzy, like Vegasy version, which is just like so weird to listen to if you think about like kind of the lyrics and the way that it goes. So put together a really interesting playlist with a bunch of different covers and including one where Barry Maguire redid it for 2012. <laughs> and there's like stuff about like, it's about like climate change and like looking at your phone, and just a bunch of like old. <laughs> so yeah. So if you would just want to listen to the same song, just with many people do many different people doing it, go check out that playlist. I have a very important question for you. Yes. What oldie station did you listen to? It was a in Fort, in Fort Wayne. It was called Oldies One Hundred One Point Seven. Oh and gosh, that was close. Okay, why? I, I grew up listening to Oldies One Hundred Four Point Three, and I didn't know if we got the same oldies station. Oh no, where we grew up. This was we, definitely we, a local one. We weren't too far away. Yeah. Okay. Like, like my a dad, super local one. Gotcha. My dad knew one of the uh, DJs. They were uh, okay, like local. Yeah, yeah. It was he. He always. My dad was a big like Carpenters fan, so. Mm-hmm. We they they played a lot of carpenters, so we just yeah listened to it a lot. Yeah, all those oldie stations are probably playing like Goo Goo Dolls and stuff. Now. I know, yeah, it's not a joke. Like, yeah. really happy. <laughs> I don't sure. like it. <laughs> yeah. Oldies, yeah, it's like Nirvana the, from the like... '90s and early 2000s. <laughs> like any yeah. better still alive? <laughs> I was. Katie and I were at this sandwich place that we uh, like to go to in in the Bay Area, and they just play a lot of yeah music from like the early two thousands. They were playing what is that? Who sings that one song called Closing Time that everybody sang for a long time? Oh, semi sonic. Sonic, yeah. They were playing that, and there was a, just oh, yeah. a group of like teens at a table who were just like mocking it in the same way that like <laughs> we would mock like, like we talked about Jefferson Airplane early eighties music. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> It me, I'm the old. Were they all wearing Doc Martens? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, Charlotte got her first Doc Martens. Oh, wow, it Charlotte. It was an occasion. They make a lot of non-leather ones now, which is cool. Yeah, wow. So yeah, a yeah. uh, bunch of Eva Destruction covers. I would definitely recommend checking out this playlist. There's only, I put seven of them on, on that. I put my top five favorite, and then I also put a couple more that were just like, honorable mentions which actually led me to this really interesting other playlist by a twitter friend of mine it's called shoot what is it called it's called cover weeklies and weekly is spelled w-e-a-k-l-y and they're just like really bad covers of songs it's pretty good (laughs) i think you would like it there's one that i don't think it's a bad cover but i i feel like i understand where they're coming from um it is it's the cheryl crow's version of sweet child of mine that's very oh, yeah that was bad just kind of Cheryl crowy <laughs> I, th- I thought it was nice mm. but i guess i'm not a you know guns and roses like super fan so why not <laughs> i have a, a tiktok i'll have to send you of this guy who's he made a video of what it would sound like if the grateful dead had covered sweet child of mine and it's remarkable it, like it sounds like a dead song but it's like playing the exact same licks from okay sweet is, child is of it mine. like three days long <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
eight minute it's guitar as long solo. As TikTok will the, let it be. Yeah. <laughs> There's an account. The entire account is that song. It was a live video. It's actually still going. <laughs> <laughs> they don't let them they don't let them yeah. stop so there's that and i guess other than that besides watching the oscars last night that that train wreck i have really been enjoying the new season of star trek picard which i can't remember if i maybe mentioned last episode or not but yeah it's really good they i think so yeah i still need to watch. if you want a really good just sort of like little nod to the past they do you know how star trek has like like a lot of like self-referential things so if anybody remembers Star Trek Four, like the mo- the original series movie, where they go back in time to like 1980s San Francisco. There's this scene where there's like they're all on a bus, like Kirk and Spock are on a city bus, and there's like this punk. He has like the big spiked mohawk, and he's listening to the music really loud. And Kirk asked him to turn it down, and the punk's just like, "No way, man!" and just like gives him the finger. And then Spock goes over and like Vulcan neck pinches him. <laughs> So on this latest episode of Picard, you know, they travel, the cast travels back to 2024 at Los Angeles and they're all on this, on this bus, the kind of like seven of nine and Rafi, like two of the characters from Picard are on a bus. And there's this like, just like kind of middle-aged, maybe old guy, punk haircut, listening to a song. Clearly it's the same actor <laughs> as that, ep- that <laughs> oh, Star Trek cool. movie and He's listening to his music and Seven of Nine asked him to uh, to turn it down. He kind of like rubs his neck and thinks about something. He's like, oh, sorry. And then turns it off. <laughs> it was like, you know, Picard is basically just meant for people who just want to see all of their old favorite characters again. <laughs> and they're definitely just like pandering. But it was really good. And I am writing in one of my last pages of my orange uh, Baron Fink coffin out. I'm just oh, starting whoa. to think about what I'm going to do next. I was thinking of you. I bought some uh, quarter-inch elastic. I was going to send you some. You could mm. do a little mole skinning on it. Make a little make a little hole and put a strap on it. I was thinking about that. I was well, actually going to see if you, you wanted to make me another one of those little folders for the back. Absolutely. That's I have more colors really to pick good. from now. Mm. Once I figure it out, I, yeah, I don't we'll know talk. if I'm going to go with a moleskin again. but Or not a moleskin. Uh, or not, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm writing with my uh, Blackwing 200, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Should we go to Fresh Points? Let's do it. All right. Mr. Tim. Yeah. I'll start it out by reminding everybody about our book club episode again, which Johnny was talking about reading that book. The the book is uh, Palimpsest by Matthew Battles. So if you want to join us, uh, we're going to be releasing our book club episode sometime uh, next month. So pick up a used copy listen to it on Scribd or on Audible or something. There are digital options, how you can get it more quickly. But yeah, we'll be talking about that next month. Hope you'll join us. The book is The History of the Written Word. And we're hoping to have a a special guest on that episode as well. How far are you guys into the book? So Pretty far? Yeah, not as far as Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably, I don't know, 25 pages in or something. I'm not. I'm definitely reading it. I definitely have not stalled. I'm definitely, you know, reading a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's definitely <laughs> a bookmark in the book. Yes. It doesn't, yeah, it, <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't matter what page, but there is a bookmark in the book. Yeah, yeah the important thing Playing is Playing cards are the best bookmarks ever, by the way. Playing cards. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah I keep, I had a deck of, cards that got water damaged like half the deck got like wet and they were all crinkly and gross and so i kept the other half and i was like about to throw them away and i was like wait no and i've been using those for bookmarks for like three or four years 
You can make cool little notebooks out of them too. Say it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You want a really tiny little book? <laughs> you are like Carl Weathers in Arrested Development, but instead <laughs> of making a stew, you'll turn it into a notebook. <laughs> Maybe we got a notebook Maybe going. <laughs> Get, get, get yourself some string, some wax. You got a notebook going. <laughs> some bond um, paper. All right. So yeah, Palimpsest Book Club. Go pick up a copy of the book and uh, hope you'll join us. I wanted to talk about one of a couple new Baron Fig Squires. One that I think looks really incredible is the Earth Day Squire. Oh, yeah. So that one looks really awesome. I haven't bought a Squire in a good long while. And this is one that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking because I've actually been using my erasable squire a good bit recently, and have been really enjoying it. And then this pops up in into my life, and I want it. I almost want it just for the box. Yeah, that box so, is um, really good looking. I want the stuff yeah, they have that in that photos. Killer. This is like the cutest little still life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so it's uh, it comes with. I guess the the pictures on the side are just three different types of trees drawn in a very like minimal, you know one stick and a shape to represent the the leaves on the tree, which is really cool. And then it says at the top, keep it green. So I like, I like the environmentalist squire for sure. And they also said that for the Earth Day Squire, I, I guess everyone that's purchased, they're planting two trees, which is also cool because I'm also pro tree. <laughs> uh, Not me, man. <laughs> yeah, down all the trees. Screw, screw trees, yeah. man. <laughs> Taking up too much space. Yeah. We could that put could a condo a par- there. That could be a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that could be an Ikea. Yeah. Get it out of here. Yeah. So that one is moving very on. cool. <laughs> I think I might be picking that. I think I might be picking this one up. Also, last thing I wanted to bring up is that Musgrave has been really crushing it with new stickers. Oh, yeah. If you guys have noticed those coming across on Instagram. And I'm about to place an order for some. And there's one especially that I thought was Amazing, where they just really simple, but they took it's the M of Musgrave, and then a pencil is kind of woven through the uh, the lines of the letter, mm. and it looks really awesome. And I want to get that one. I want to put it on something, like put it on my computer or whatever. But in another timeline of my life, I might have flipped that one upside down and made it my pencil tattoo. Oh yeah, I'm just saying, like the W. <gasps> that would have been kind of cool. I think you should do that. I, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do two pencil tattoos. Make it a pen. <laughs> there you go. You put a fountain pen. Or do I just need to turn this into a pencil sleeve? Like just all pencil <gasps> yes. sleeves. Yes. Like Heard you. All right. Crowdfund. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Speaking of pens, did you see that other thing that Musgrave released? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those dual ended wooden pens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was, was weird. April Fool's joke. Wait, what? Okay. I'm on my way. Tell me about it. They're so it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're cool. Pens. It's you can get them in blue and red or black and red, and they're in like a cedar casing, and they're just it's those ballpoint pens that remind me of the ones that you find in like your dad's garage, like one that they would have put out in Whoa. like the I don't know, like the eighties. Yeah, yeah. This is so weird and wonderful. Yeah, I've never. Wait, they come. They come in a pack of. 12. I just can yeah. say that's. Cheap. <laughs> oh, they come in a pack of twelve. Yeah. That's wild. Okay. 
So, so we're going to get them and then we're going to figure out what we can cram inside of that. What other kinds of refills we can see if we can get a bit crystal in there. It looks like the way that they're stuck on, they don't come off. They're sort of like, yeah, they're like crimped on or something like a ferrule. It's like they use their pencil manufacturing machines in order to make this pen, which is a weird thing, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Oh, this is cool. I mean, like what a, (laughs) like a ballsy move. Yeah. (laughs) Like to go, it's like such a random direction. It's like, you know. Well, cool. we've conquered pencils. pencils. It's cool. time to move on to <laughs> Time to move on to double-ended pens. <laughs> yeah. All right. Way to go, Musgrave. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but they have a ton of cool stickers. The Delgers are killing it Yeah, at Musgrave. Yeah, the skeleton hand with the pencil. That could be my next pencil tattoo. <laughs> yeah these are they're they're really awesome we they some of the newer ones they they sent us which i've really enjoyed as well like the one uh, they had the one that kind of like harkens to our tattoo a little bit where it's like, like a pencil that is shaped in an m mm-hmm. um that one's very cool but yeah yeah anyways go check out musgrave and, and pick up some cool stickers and they're really high quality if you're wondering like they're really high quality stickers too like i'm always happy when they come and i've put them on water bottles that i'm putting through the dishwasher and they stay put and haven't had any issues with them. Some handsome stickables. <laughs> oh my God. Handsome yep. stickable is right. my other band name. <laughs> that's, that's the album title. That's what my <laughs> the album title of Green Direction. <laughs> <laughs> handsome stickables. Yeah. Okay, Johnny, what do you got? Um, what are your? What's your? I just stole that from Take Notes. Sorry. All right, fine. Um, Johnny, what would what are your fresh points? I have not many, but one is pretty big: the Field Notes Signs of Spring edition, which I assume yeah. everyone in the world has seen by now, mm-hmm. or everyone who's listening mm. to this podcast. If you haven't seen it, it's a three pack of yellow notebooks, and each one is like really deeply embossed with the image of one particular flower from one particular corner of the country, and they each has a different foil stamp for the logo and stuff. And they're really cool. They have yellow dot grid and a new paper, which is awesome. Love that paper. Yeah. It's it's soft, but not flimsy. Yeah. That makes sense. I wonder like if it's got a nice cotton content, but it's kind of light, maybe not. Hmm. But anyway, it's it's a Strathmore paper. It has sort of like a subtle a subtle linen weave and because of the way that they press the paper, it, it sort of just makes it bend really easily along the spine in a fun way. But have you guys put pens in yours? Yeah. I have not. It's, I don't know. It seems pretty nice with pens. I haven't used like a really wet fountain pen, but. Yeah, it's definitely better than a, or more fountain pen friendly than the usual yeah. paper. Yeah. I've had some well, good uh... luck with a lot of inks. Some, I had yeah. a couple of very well-behaved inks, like act like a napkin on there. So <laughs> it's a mystery. Fountain pens are so weird. Meanwhile, all the pencils I put in there were fine. None of them bled except one. Of course, your pencils. Yeah, one was one like bled everywhere, but I think it was your error. Yeah, I oh, I didn't try a Wopex on there. Yeah, I only have one more fresh point, which is self-serving, which is probably irrelevant because this episode will come out after March thirtieth. But if you missed it, I had some cool stuff in my shop, including a lot of like pencil day books that I made many of which are free and also free hugs, but you missed it. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not to rub it in or anything. That's all I got. 
<laughs> mailing hugs. How much was, sh- was shipping on that free hug? I let Etsy figure it out. So I yeah. think it did rip some people <laughs> off. It was like airfare. And I didn't go, so <laughs> terrible. I'm not going to make star seller so this man, month. So double sucks for them, yeah. Yeah, how about you, Andy? <laughs> I hope somebody like leaves you a review in like two years, just like or leaves a review in your shop and says like I'm still waiting for my hug. <laughs> still waiting for that. Okay, I'm still, still waiting. Hasn't shown up yet. What's going on? So my first fresh point is probably the most pencil pencil relevant news right now. It is the new Blackwing uh, volumes edition. It is volume two hundred. And when they released it like a week ago, the like the teaser image, it was I couldn't tell what it was, but it looked like maybe it was like a beehive or like hammered metal or something. And I just yeah, couldn't it looked like tell. a copper pot, like a fancy. Th- copper there was lots of discussion, and pot or like people the, were like, "Oh, it's like a how do you say that name of the like company that makes like cymbals and drums and stuff?" Zildjian. Zildjian. Zild- Zildjian. So people were like, "Oh, oh it's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. a Zildjian like edition." Yeah. yeah. It's like hammered metal. Like a Moscow mule yeah. cup. <laughs> oh, see, as soon as I saw it, I thought 5.55 a.m. Like, oh, this is a coffee one. But I don't yeah. go on the Facebook yeah. group that much. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, they released that, and then people were speculating. A couple people said they thought it might be a coffee one. And then, like, the day before they released, they did another one, another teaser, where they spelled out, like, volume 200 in, like, coffee beans like crushed coffee beans and i was like okay this is definitely a coffee one so (laughs) very excited what could it be two of my favorite things pencils and coffee yeah they released it and it is a how to describe it it's copper made to look like the like copper roasting kettles in coffee shops and Mm -hmm. it is it's not specifically coffee it's called the coffee house pencil and it's it's celebrating the 50s and 60s when coffee houses became synonymous with creativity and intellectualism. And the 200 is short for the degrees uh, centigrade that you want to try to get your roasted coffee to reach, which I didn't realize. I, I figured that 200 degrees centigrade was just like, you know, the like temperature of the surface of the sun or something. So I went and looked it up and it's like 350 oh, degrees no. Fahrenheit. It's not that. It's not that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not. I don't, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how centigrade works. <laughs> the temperature of the sun. Because you know, like forty degrees centigrade is yeah, to, yeah. is like a very warm day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so two hundred seems yeah. like just like yeah, boiling. The three hundred and fifty degree day would be yeah, really that warm. would be really that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we're like Stay we're inside. good. We're fifteen or twenty yeah. years from that, and we're that's happy. true. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. time. That is true. Terrible. Roast coffee outside. Retirement bubbles by then. Yeah. Think about the time on our retirement capsule in space. Well, what we should do is, you know, cut down all the trees, build the IKEAs, go inside of the air conditioning. There you go. So, yeah, they have good air conditioning. (laughs) It's true. Anywho, we can live Um, on cinnamon rolls and soft serve ice cream. Hey, I already do meatballs. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So this this pencil is the finish is copper. The ferrule is copper. Uh, the eraser is black. The imprint and is, is also black. And then it has a firm graphite. Do you guys have this in hand? What do you think of this pencil? The pencil? Johnny, or the I don't have it in hand. I got, you were, I got some on the way. You were ranting about it, Johnny. Yeah. So I don't want to be that like woke guy. Like You can't talk <laughs> about white stuff, but there's a whole history of we coffee shops. We don't talk about white stuff. 
they <laughs> like that's not the historic period of coffee shops that was significant. Like, have you heard of the American Revolution or the Ottoman Empire? Like, Jesus. Like, do you have Wikipedia? <laughs> I thought the volumes were supposed to be a story. And like with coffee, there's so many good stories to tell that aren't just like white West Coast guys in the 50s and 60s. I thought it was a lost opportunity to do something really cool. But the pencil's very pretty. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they could have done like Caldi. They could have referenced the cherries and not the industrial coffee pots. So it's like, it's not the coffee edition. It's the coffee maker edition. So Mm. I guess there's a Keurig one coming next. Made of, uh, (laughs) I think Nespresso already made that one. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they actually did. Yeah, right. But no, yeah. it's cool. It's, I like the pencil. And it's just that the story could have been a little cooler. Yeah. And also, the two coppers are not the same. And it really it's bothers true. me. <laughs> That's true. I That, the, that feral, the couple, copper-colored feral is the most exciting thing about it. Yeah. I think. Just Open up some new hackwing options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. If they'd done a black Trendy. pencil with a copper feral and a copper stamp, that would have been even cooler mm. in some ways, but I guess they're tired of making black pencils. Which I was thinking they make something, you know, they have, they, there's this pencil company or this company that makes a pencil made out of compressed coffee grounds, like, has, like for recycling. I think they should have just done a black wing made of compressed coffee grounds. Then it would smell really good. <sighs> then if you stir some hot water with it, you make yourself some, some delicious I would, coffee. I'd be dead. I would just eat them. <laughs> like you guys want my ferals for hack wings <laughs> there are cheaper ways to do this crunch Johnny. crunch crunch <laughs> control so i don't remember if recent volumes have had a different box like this box had sort of a like a leaf motif that was very nice that was cool leaf motif is my uh band yeah. name <laughs> <laughs> Parade of band names. (laughs) Yeah. This one, like, I don't know. It was cool. Just for coffee, it could have been more interesting. Yeah. Maybe they'll do another one. They should. Coffee is a big topic. They could just do the Caldi edition. That would be cool. My sister was not a tie in with Starbucks, and then they they could sell it at the roastery. Or even like they could have talked about coffee ceremonies. Yeah. My my sister-in-law is Ethiopian and she always has really good stories about the most delicious stuff that I want to go back in time and across the world with her and bring my nephew because he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll stop ranting that's about the, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Blackwing 200. Yeah. I myself like like the, like from a just design perspective, I like some of the simpler ones, just the the sort mm-hmm. of like less literal executions on a theme. And this one is really nice. It's just a nice, somebody compared it to a 530, which was gold. And then also the Philadelphia Museum of Art, which is also gold. And it definitely like is not as coppery as it probably could be. It looked actually pretty close to those gold mm-hmm. ones, but I don't know. Still, I like it. I, I appreciate a firm the, graphite. Those metallic paints on top of wood. And then yeah. I assume they have to put something clear on top of them. That's got to be complicated. Yeah, it's true. I can't fault them for the color, not matching the ferrule. Yep. But, you know, OCD. Yeah. <laughs> and the sort of one color all the way down doesn't really appeal to me personally. Like, I, think, mm. um, I don't mind the, don't mind the contrast. You like but you were a big fan of the 24. Much. That's because John Stein. <laughs> like, 
Tim, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> no, no. That was just my Steinbeck love. But That one was a good one, though. I like that one. That was a good one. Yeah. And they didn't so, yes, I am pump out a bunch of merch with this one, I noticed, which was different. Yeah, they had a coffee mug, which looks really nice. A book in that color would have been really cool. Oh, yeah. The, what's the pocket one? The clutch. Yeah. They the subscriber extra was a little oh just like eight by ten ish like burlap sack that kind of looks like something you would transport coffee beans in that has um has the Blackwing logo and it has like an AeroPress and a mocha pot and a French press and a you know a bunch of different like coffee making accessories on it which which is pretty cool yeah that one was well done I'd like that on a t shirt I'd wear the heck yeah. out of that. Yeah. I actually, so, yeah. I used the bag to put my volumes tubes in. Hmm. Now, which oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. It's very strong. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good plan. So that's the Blackwing 200. I was going to also just kind of quickly mention, well, Tim was talking about Squires. Blackwing did it. Blackwing. Baron Fig did a uh, <laughs> collab with uh, Netflix and they released both a Squire and a kind of a structured content journal. And the the journal is interesting. It's a confident, sorry, they call it a guided journal. And it's for keeping like logs to write and remember and share movies and, you know, things like that. But it's a good Netflix. Journal. So that one is cool. I much, I really like the the Squire that it came with. It's, it's called the Play and it is red and it has sort of like a play and then the like little scrubber from the bottom of like a, a video window on it, which looks pretty cool. I yeah. think calling that red is an understatement. That is like violently. It's very crimson. red. It's like, I, I assume God. it's, I assume it's Netflix red. Nailed it on the book, especially. Yeah. Yeah. They did a, yeah, just a very good job with that. So yeah. Uh, kudos, kudos to that. I have a friend who works at Netflix and I asked him if he can get like it for cheaper in like the Netflix like store internal store cannot mm-hmm. the answer is no he cannot so yes so yeah that's a pretty good one the last thing I wanted to mention is speaking of I don't know what you're speaking of but uh, <laughs> I recently did a little <laughs> did a little trade with a new friend if anybody here is familiar with the pencil pusher zine project um, it's on I think he's pencil P- pusher project on Instagram but it's a guy named Andrew Meekum who is he runs a nonprofit letterpress shop in the North Bay, in the Bay Area. So maybe like 50 miles to the north of San Francisco, there's a little town called Sebastopol. And uh, he has like a little print shop, letterpress shop that looks gorgeous. I really want to go visit it. He also has on done some contract work with Blackwing as like a sales development person. So didn't oh. realize that until we were chatting a little bit on, on Instagram. But he, it caught my eye. I followed him for a little while. It seemed like it was a zine project, but I'd never heard him talk about zines. And he posted a, a story with some stuff from the Facebook Analog Lab, which was, you know, when I worked there, just a really cool place that just produced some cool posters and notebooks. And one of the guys who worked there designed the graphic that we we turned into our matching tattoos. So I was just like chatting with Andrew a little bit and I was like, hey, I want to send you something. So I sent him a one of those posters that that has our little pencil, our pencil pen rose on it and the misattributed Marshall McLuhan quote and a couple other things. And he sent me he sent me four issues of a zine of the graphite zine. So Oh, those are so pretty. Yeah, yeah, is he it, did. Such is it a, awesome? It's very cool. I'll send you guys some pictures, but it's what's great is it has just a really just like clean, just heavy duty cover, and the insides are just like little vignettes, uh, little pictures and cartoons and stuff. 
And they do such a good job. It looks like graphite. It doesn't look like a photocopy of graphite. It just looks like graphite on the inside. So that's that's pretty fun. Yeah, he did a, just did a, a bunch of them. So highly recommend if you I'll, I'll have a link in the the show notes. I think that you can still get all of the issues issues yeah. from him, and, you and he get, sent me some stickers, which is cool. You can get them two at a time and save some cash too. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Andrew, thank you so much for the trade. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. That is about all. Can anybody else think of anything we should talk about before we buttoned up? I would like to I don't reiterate so. yeah. how fun the April Fools episode was to make not just yeah listen to just go and listen yeah thank you to yeah all of you were involved it was just it was really something special something we'll remember for us i want to get the pictures up on instagram but i have to do a lot of uh blurring of faces and oh that's that's true yeah (laughs) that's a good point i'm not very good at photoshop so it's taking me a while sorry send it send it to me i'll take care of it (laughs) Cool. Yeah, you're in a lot. Andy of knows a guy. Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> Andy knows a guy. He knows three thousand of them. <laughs> so, uh, Tim, uh, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I am on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. Nice, Johnny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pencilution, and you can see what you missed on Pencil Day at Etsy.com/shop/PencilRevolution. Nice, and I'm Andy. I am at andy.wtf and twitter and instagram as at a wealthly this has been episode 179 of the erasable podcast you can find the recording of this and show notes at erasable.us slash 179 you can find our facebook group full of 4,000 of our closest friends just chatting about pencils at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable and we are on facebook twitter and instagram as at erasable podcast uh, we also have it, which is just a good place to support us, get some extra content. Last week, we just dropped a, a new episode of Indelible, which is our pen podcast. And plus, we have some little extras and fun things happening. I'm a little bit late in thinking about a little piece of swag for what we're thinking about, but working on that. And as per our Patreon, oh, by the way, if you go to patreon.com slash erasable, you can s- sign up and subscribe and support us. But let me mention our producer-level patrons, those of us who give us $10 a month or more and uh, to end the show. So I would like to thank digitaltent.tech. I'd like to thank D. Connolly, Angie, Matthew Chavon, Andrew Austin, Tara Whittle, Ida Umfers, David Johnson, Phil Munson, Donnie Pierce, Bill Black, Miriam Bokout, Ed Swift, Diana Oakley, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Kyle, Paul Moorhead, Jamelia, Stephen Fansali, Aaron Willard, KP, Millie Blackwell, Chris L, Bob Ostwald, Michael Dialosa, Jacqueline R. Myers, Tana Feliz, Jeff X in the Midwest, Ann Sipe, Joe Crace, Measure Twice, Michael Hagen, Chris Metzkis, Bill Clow, Random Thinks, Jason Dill, Dave McDonald, Mary Collis, Alex Jonathan Brown, Andre Prevost, Kathy, Kathleen Rogers, Bobby Letzinger, Kilton Weens, Scott Hayes, Dr. Hans Noodleman, Jay Newton, Chris Jones, and John Wood. Thank you all so much for supporting us, and we will see you uh, in a couple weeks. Do you like our podcast? Most people like our podcast. But if you don't like our podcast, maybe we'll turn it off.